Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Luke Tuma podcast. We are back. We took a week off. It was the first week off since I restarted the podcast. Look, it's not going to be a regular thing. My dear producer, who's in the building, Chase Azaria, who's out of town, and I'm an idiot, and I don't know how to use cameras and shit, all right? Whenever Chase goes out of town, and I should have done an audio-only episode, but look, we took a week off. We're back. And it was, you know what? I will say it was nice how many of you hit me up and and asked where the podcast is. So shout out to the people that hit me up looking for the podcast because that means you motherfuckers are listening to the podcast <laughs> because a lot of people watch the show. Excuse me, what? A lot of people know my stand-up, which I'm very thankful for both of those things. However, the podcast is the newer thing. It's the thing I'm trying to build the most. So the fact that you guys hit me up is sick. There was a dude, shout out to this kid, Seth. Follow me on Twitter. If, if anybody is a, is, a, is a Luke Tuma super fan, you know my Twitter is near worthless. It's almost unused. I should delete it. All it's going to do is get me in trouble when I get right. bigger career opportunities. Mm. Like, I should have deleted it months ago. I don't even use it. Mm-hmm. I tweet once every three months. And some way. guy followed me on Twitter and just, com- just literally followed me and immediately tweeted at me, bro, question mark, podcast. <laughs> like, bro, what are you doing? So shout out to that kid, Seth. Seth, the pod's back, all right? <laughs> it's here. The podcast is here, all right? Don't you worry your pretty little head. Chase was uh, out of town. Like I said, I'm not a great videographer. That's so. okay. We blame Southwest Airlines for yeah. sure. Ch- Chase, we are actually going to do the shoot a day earlier than we usually do, and then Chase had a f- – you were you took a trip to Jersey, and then you had one day in between, and then you took a trip to Miami. Miami. Yeah, and then uh, Southwest was like, oh, Orlando's got that weather. You know, they canceled the flight entirely. And oh, then my God. was dealing with all these angry Disney moms that couldn't get to Disney <laughs> on time. Just fucking moms from Oklahoma just ready to take Yeah, they Disney. were losing it. Yeah, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, no, you ain't, you ain't going to meet Mickey. <laughs> Mickey's dead. Just fucking moms pissed off. These are the Philly moms, too. Oh, so the Philly know. moms. Yeah. <laughs> Water. Water. <laughs> We're not going to see Mickey. <laughs> Mickey Mouse is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking Jersey dads. Like, no, you ain't going to see Donald Duck. Donald Duck's fucking not coming. <laughs> He's fucking dead. That's, that's it. We're not, no, you're not going to ride no roller coasters. We're going to sit here in Terminal C and eat a Chick-fil-A sandwich. And that's it. That's it. We're not doing nothing more than that. All right? You're not meeting any of the characters. You're not having no fun. Fun's over. Fun's <laughs> over. They canceled the flight. You know, if I had to guess who it was, I would say Joe Biden did it. But, you know, you know, it's unproven. But I would say the flights are getting canceled. It's, some, you know, it's got something to do with Joe Biden. His ties to China. You know, China's trying to shoot down the planes from the air. So we had to cancel the flights. You're not meeting Mickey Mouse. Sorry. Okay? But, yeah, that's what we, we were. You were, out of, you were out of town. The flight got canceled. I'm an idiot with technology. So the podcast is back. It is. We're back in action. Um, I have been the la- I get like obsessed with things. Mm-hmm. Well, as you know, my one new obsession is Casey Neistat. Guy's a fucking beast. You He's turn me out. He's yeah. the fucking best, dude. If I if you had told me like two years ago that I was going to be kind of obsessed with a vlogger, <laughs> I would have been like, what do you did? I have a sex change. <laughs> what? What's what was, wrong? What's going on? What, what do you mean? I'm, I'm obsessed with a vlogger. Mm-hmm. Guy's a genius, dude. Yeah. 800 days. He put out 800 daily vlogs. They're all shot like mini movies. Mm-hmm. In every dude, like Louis C.K. is my favorite comedian. And my the most impressive thing about him is always like 
he's he's so articulate like he says the perfect word mm. to at every time like it's almost like he's so, so there's some people that are so like smart like being smart to me is not just like amassing a bunch of information that you can regurgitate and then make everybody feel dumb about mm-hmm. it's when you can like explain things a, as succinctly as possible dude every interview with Casey and I said I'm, I'm like he never says um he never misspeaks he never like says like the second best way to he never describes something in anything but the best and clearest possible way to describe it yeah guy's a fucking genius dude he is i'm obsessed with him i'm gonna suck his dick (laughs) (laughs) but that's the one thing i'm obsessed with the other thing is is uh, i have a gay obsession with casey neistat and then the other thing i'm obsessed with is um you know steven crowder i know the name steven crowder is a huge conservative youtuber he live streams basically what's like a talk show slash podcast kind of like a ben shapiro type but it's more based in comedy gotcha i i, I there's funny stuff they've done on the show i don't think it's completely like without value his, mm. his sidekick is his comic dave landau who's like an old uh he was doing the road for a while he's a legit comedian okay but they do a show it's like a conservative talk show done on youtube kind of mm. like a podcast kind of like a talk show okay huge numbers Mm -hmm. I'm talking they stream three times a week and the streams end up getting like 800,000 to a million views and they're streaming like three or four times a week I think he's the number one live streaming show on the platform which apparently YouTube hates yeah of course yeah (laughs) but he was gonna go you know H3H3 right yes okay so H3 and him got in an argument about some shit and then Crowder challenged him to a debate (laughs) <laughs> and he was like, this is going to be a slam dunk. And Ethan was like, all right, yeah. Ethan Klein from h was like, all right, yeah, I'll do your debate. So you like, basically, they do each other's shows. They, and, they, and they're basically live streaming, doing like a video, pod, like a Zoom podcast okay. together, you know. And H3H3 H3 obviously doesn't know anything about politics. <laughs> and, and that's why Steven Crowder said it was a slam dunk. So he surprised him. He ambushed him with this left-wing political pundit sam cedar mm-hmm. and so like now steven crowder isn't gonna debate h3h3 H3. now he has to debate <laughs> someone who actually knows his shit i like that and dude he freaked out and just like started yelling at them it was like sam like this is blah. and like then he just ended the show like he wouldn't do it and dude he honestly looks like such a pussy he looks like such a pussy dude like he literally like he was down to debate H3H3, mm-hmm. but he wasn't down to debate the guy who can actually debate. Right. It's like, yeah, okay, you're a political pundit. I'm sure you can beat this twitchy guy who mm-hmm. does a podcast with a porn star. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what H3H3 is. He's a guy with Tourette's who, who does podcasts with porn stars where they mm-hmm. talk about Logan Paul. Right. I'm sure he doesn't know anything about foreign policy. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just not in his wheelhouse. And it was such, I loved it, like, that Ethan is a he's a he's a sassy little bitch, you know. Yeah. He gets into a lot of mm-hmm. internet drama. I loved that he was like, yeah, you know what? He's right. I am an easy. I am a layup for him. I am a slam dunk. Why don't I just bring out someone way smarter <laughs> than me? And dude, Crowder looked like such a pussy, dude. He's got he's got a gun on him in his studio. He he does his. Really? He, he's like, I'm trying to promote responsible gun ownership. So he does his show with like a holster and a gun. Okay. And he's like, I have to to promote responsible and safe gun ownership. And it's like, <laughs> I, I that's noble, I guess, but it's also weird mm-hmm. to 
you're like, I'm doing a podcast, and also I have an AR-15 on. Imagine if I just did our did this podcast with an AK-47. I'd be a little uncomfortable. You'd be a little weirded <laughs> out, right? And I'd be like, it's for responsible gun ownership. And you'd be like, okay, man, but can you can we, can we not do the podcast with an assault rifle? <laughs> and I'd be like, no, 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 I'm trying to set a precedent. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, is it a precedent that you're going to kill me? <laughs> Like, it's a weird thing. So he's sitting there, and he's kind of jacked to his credit. You know, he's like a pretty big dude. And he's got, like, this holstered assault rifle on him. Mm -hmm. And this little, like, nevishy Jewish guy, this little guy, Sam Cedar, is like, why don't you debate me, Stephen? He's like, I will not debate you. (laughs) Like, he's like, he looked like such a pussy. And it's like, this is the dude. His whole thing is he does this thing called Change My Mind, where he'll set up a table on a college campus and it'll be like, there's only two genders change my mind. Yeah. Like uh, gun control is wrong. Change my mind. Mm-hmm. And then he'll have college kids sit down with him and try to debate him on why he's wrong. Yeah. And then he just spends 45 minutes just dunking on them. Yeah. And then the video gets 70 million views. I mean, it really is a brilliant, just is a scheme he's got going on. Yeah. It's a brilliant strategy for content. But it's so clear. It's like, yeah, I know what I'm talking about. So I'm going to go find some 20-year-old woman with a, with her head shaved. And then I'm going to debate her. And then I'm going to look really smart because she's a 20-year-old woman with a buzz cut. And then that will get me 50 million views. you know. But then when a real guy comes on who can debate with him, he's like, oh, no, no, this is a debate under false pretense. It's like the false pretense is that you thought you were just going to fuck up twitchy ethan klein in a debate you know but i I was like god he's got it's so lame i like why wouldn't you just take your it's such a better look to just take the l yeah like just debate the guy who's on Mm -hmm. and then maybe you win or maybe you lose you might have a couple points in there you're gonna get some points in there (laughs) there's no points in pussying out from a debate with a tiny little jewish man (laughs) well you're wearing a holstered ar-15 It's just, it's just a little oxymoronic, you know? It's a little, there's something funny about that picture, mm-hmm. about a podcaster with a weapon <laughs> who's pussying out of a debate with a, with a pundit who's like, looks like Woody Allen. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, oh, this is false pre- I don't know. I knew you were going to get out of the debate, Ethan. It's like, man, you really needed to debate the guy mm-hmm. who's been, you know, reacting to Reddit threads on YouTube for the past 10 years. You know what I mean? Like. Dude, the guy's been talking about fucking Jake Paul and mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's that's his. He's like a YouTuber who comments on other YouTubers and stuff. It's like he's watching silly TikToks. I'm sure he doesn't know anything about you know Congress. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so funny. It's so funny seeing him look like such a pussy. Yeah. Do you think that means in your head? Does that make Ethan a smarter person? I think Ethan's a funnier person. I think he, like I don't think he's smart. I, I'm sure. When it comes to politics, Crowder's probably smarter than Ethan Klein. Oh, for sure. However, <laughs> Ethan is definitely funnier. I, I, I gained a lot of respect. And he's, mm. dude, he's literally sitting there. He's such a troll. He's just chilling like this in his chair while, while he, the guy he brought on mm. argues with Steven Crowder. And he's going, he's going, come on, man. And he's got Dave Landau, who's like a, who's a, a comic who was on the mm. road for a while. He's a short, kind of pudgy, like red-faced guy. Yeah. And he's like, and the the co-host Dave Landau is talking more than Crowder is, and either just like laying back like this. He goes, "Come on, man, why don't you just debate him? You don't have to hide behind your <laughs> leprechaun co-host." <laughs> he 
Call of Epic. I was like, this is funny, man. Yeah. It was good, dude. It was, it was, I would, I would recommend you watch this. Great entertainment. I'll look into it now. Because I, I saw Crowder's like the third thing trending on Twitter. I'm like, what's going on? And it's just Steven Crowder getting absolutely trashed by like 16 year old white chicks like literally like hipster 16 year old white chicks are just on twitter like you pussy steven crowder oh god dude he must have hated it that he looked like a bitch to like a high school senior like non-binary chick you know what i mean like that's it's like a chick who's like you know got they them as their pronouns and they're like born in like 2005 and they're like look at this pussy steven crowder <laughs> oh it's so good dude it is really it's some it's some it's some juicy shit yeah it's great um did you see i don't speaking of politics did you see the john stewart on cobert thing no so john stewart Former host of The Daily Show, genius comedian. Like, revolutionized the art form, in my opinion. And just, like, the last good political commenter, commentator comedian. You know okay. what I mean? Because he was, he was definitely clearly left-wing. But at the same time, he would poke fun at everything. And mm. he would be... He was very funny, phenomenal comedic delivery. And then he was genuine when he needed to be. And now it's just either Jimmy Kimmel's, like, you know, dancing with Betty White or he's crying. <laughs> like, he's literally crying. Yeah. It's just a nightmare. And it's like, it's also, you're, you're a network, like, talk show. You're not even supposed to be political. Yeah. And then the, the Daily Show with Trevor Noah. I mean, if I see Trevor Noah on the street, he's getting the hands. Okay. That guy sucks. And I have dear friends that work for his show. And really? If they hear this, they're going to be very angry. Oh, man. But no, no, no. I mean, he's just, I, I'm not, not a fan of the work. I'm not either. Like I, I've never even watched a show, but every time that commercial comes on, I'm just like, this is the cringiest. Bro, it's thing so cringy and sorry, dude. He's yeah. doing an arena tour. He's gonna sell out all the arenas. It takes like seventy bucks. That's so sad. I mean, dude, he's doing the Amway <laughs> Center. He's doing an arena in Orlando. That's insane. It's super sad, but yeah. it's just the way it is. I mean, he's like a good-looking, you know, South African. He's got a hot accent, and he's on a massive show. I get it. It's just sad to see you go from John Stewart to him. He, he's just not funny. No, he's not funny at all. Is like, is he considered a comedian though? Yeah, he is. I mean, he was okay. doing stand up in South Africa, but he blows. Yeah, <laughs> I'm never gonna get a job on that show by the way, <laughs> if they ever come through this podcast. I and I, I sent the, the the funny thing is there's a guy who works in the show, Jordan Klepper, who does what I do, does Man on the Street, and he got so kind of sarcastic, satirical uh -huh. Man on the Street. He'll go to like a Trump rally. He's phenomenal. Mm. He's fantastic. I'm a huge fan of his work. And I've watched him. I'm like, man, I would love to get that job after he leaves. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, <laughs> not going to happen. Once they listen to this podcast, not going to happen. So Seth and everybody else that listens, you keep your goddamn mouth shut. Because <laughs> there's jobs on the market at The Daily Show. So shh, don't tell anybody about this podcast, except for all your friends. But he, John Stewart, yeah, Trevor Noah, not good in my opinion. Not nearly as good as Jon Stewart, at the very least. Mm -hmm. So Jon Stewart went on Colbert's show. Colbert used to be hilarious on Comedy Central. He would play a character as a conservative mm -hmm. when the whole time he was being sarcastic. And he would bring on, like, Donald Rumsfeld. And he would go, I just love you so much, sir. You are my inspiration. And he would, like, bring out a poster of, like, Rumsfeld, like, riding a bald eagle. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I have this hanging over my mantle. <laughs> and he wouldn't, like, he would never break character. It was so funny. And now he's just a total cuck bitch. The worst, dude. The worst, like just, it just who. It, it's sad to realize who Colbert was as a character mm -hmm. was the light years funny and more watchable than his actual personality. Yeah. And I'm watching. I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't like actual you. I want the fake thing, yeah. the the, the improv creative. character. Yeah, bring it back. 
Bring the character, but we don't want to watch you. So John Stewart, and he was he was also a uh, correspondent on John Stewart's Daily Show. So they're mm. close. John Stewart went on Colbert's show and basically was just talking at length about how this is such a funny rant about how the virus of coronavirus was started in a lab in Wuhan. Mm. And he was just like, it's called the Wuhan novel coronavirus lab. He's like, the virus is the same name as the lab. <laughs> it's so funny. He's like, he's like, there, he's like, Oh, uh, there's a, there's an outbreak of chocolatey goodness uh, <laughs> in, in near Hershey, Pennsylvania. What could it be? And someone's like, maybe a bat flew in my chili. And he's like, or it's the fucking chocolate factory. Like, dude, it's so fucking okay. good. But it's just like, it, first of all, was so refreshing and made me realize that comedy used to be way better. Yeah. Because, man, I haven't seen something this funny on, like, a, a network talk show in years. Right. Or on, uh, like, I haven't seen someone do, like, political, like, like satirizing political comedy in years that was this good. Mm. It's so fucking good, dude. <laughs> and it was so nice to see uh, Colbert squirm, you fucking weasel. Absolute <laughs> weasel. Squirming. He's going, oh, well, we'll see what, what part of the edit we come back to. Like, like you know, emphasis, like implying that it's going to be edited out. And yeah. he's like getting all nervous. Well, if there's proof of that, I'll see proof. And he's like, John Stewart's like, what proof do you need? The virus is the name of the lab. Like, <laughs> it's so great. And then it was like so, it was honestly so embarrassing how like, as a liberal myself, not much longer, but <laughs> no, I'm still a Democrat. But as a liberal myself, uh, it's interesting to see, like, I mean, at this point, major networks are covering that mm. the coronavirus lab leak theory is no longer just a cockamamie conspiracy theory. It's actually got some validity to it. Right. Major networks are covering that. And there's still, like, hardcore left-wing people on, on, on Twitter, like, John Stewart disappointed me. This is misinformation, blah, blah, blah. It's like... Where's the evidence behind the fucking bat theory? <laughs> what what do you like you got what do you hate bats? You need it to be a bat? Like also by the way, there's video footage. There's bat this is on major networks, by the way. It's like mm. CNN, MSNBC. So I'm not on fucking 4chan finding this shit. <laughs> In case anybody thinks I'm part of Q, I'm not. Um <laughs> they, there there's videos of bats in the labs mm. that they were experimenting with. With the coronavirus in the coronavirus labs, right? Like experimenting with different strains of the coronavirus, probably trying to make a cure, possibly creating a bioweapon. Who knows? <laughs> but it's it's made it's on major news outlets now. So to be like this is oh this John Stewart broke my heart with this. That's one tweet I saw. John Stewart broke he broke your heart with something that's being reported by CNN. How like what did a bat do to your family <laughs> to deserve this? Did a bat fuck your girlfriend? I mean, what? Well, why do you need it to be a bat? Why is that a political argument? Mm. Like, that's a political stance? It can't be a lab. It has to be a bat. What does that have to do with liberal and conservative? You just hate bats, which is weird. Slightly. Slightly weird to need <laughs> it to be. No, no, no. It needs to be a bat. Mm -hmm. It needs to be a bat. Can't well, be a lab. Because it can't be wrong. Yeah, yeah, right? That's the only thing it is. What do you got, stock in the Wuhan coronavirus <laughs> lab? Like, what do you... Would you invest in them on Robin Hood? What do you fucking... Why do you need it to be this thing and it can't be this thing? Who gives a fuck about the Wuhan China coronavirus lab? <laughs> if they fucking made the virus, they made it. But, dude, he was so funny. 
It was so nice seeing that Weasel Colbert squirm. Never going to have me on the show. Um, <laughs> it was great, dude. It's just nice to see like a refreshing blast from the past political commentary routine. Mm. You know, comedy's coming back. Comedy's coming. Back. I think so because people all left wing people all hate Bill Maher now, and I I used to hate Bill Maher, and now as they've hated him more, I've actually started to like him more. I'm kind of the same way, right? Bill Maher has definitely grown on me because everybody's so full of shit and insane that yeah. he's some he somehow emerged as his voice of reason. <laughs> it's like oh, he just says kind of what he thinks. He's clearly left-leaning. I'm left-leaning. Like, I vote Democrat generally, but, like, also to see a guy who's not just going to let his mind go as far insane as society is pressuring it to go. Yeah. Like, to be like, no, this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. To, when he, when it's appropriate. If someone on the left is doing something ridiculous, goes, no, this is ridiculous. That's all I'm asking for. <laughs> for you to not be insane. But that has become a bit of an ask these days. That's become a bit of an ask. It's ridiculous, and, and it's like, oh, it's it, it's nice him and like John Stewart. These guys were on TV before, whose kind of careers are made. You know, they're made men. They're 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 legends, especially Stewart, and and they've made their money and they've got their industry connections. Those mm. aren't going away unless they get me too or some shit. You know what I mean? They're fine. Yeah. So they're not. They have no skin in the game. Mm-hmm. They don't need to be on TV. They can be on TV. Bill Maher owns a production company that does his show on HBO. So it's nice seeing these dudes. I, w- I would hope comedy could come back in some way. I think it will. There's nobody watching. Like, there's like the, the views on some of these shows, dude. Mm. Oh, my God. There's a show on a network with people I know in it. And <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. There's always somebody you know. <laughs> I know, dude. I talk a lot of shit about these shows, and now my friends are all getting hired on them, and I'm just like <laughs> continually talking shit about them. They're not, it doesn't make them better that my friends are part of them, though. Sorry, dude. I don't know what you want. If that ends the friendship, then it wasn't that great to begin with. But um, it's fucking, uh, there's a show on a network, a major network, major show, and they put it on the network, put it on their YouTube channel. It's got like 3 million views mm. or 3 million subscribers on the YouTube channel. Full episode. It's been up for like uh, two weeks. Dude, it's got like 1,800 views. Damn. <laughs> I mean, can you believe that? No. Imagine if you had like a Netflix show. Netflix is like, all right, we're also going to put the full episode on your YouTube channel. And you're like, oh, it has it has less views than this video of my Aunt Kathy baking a cake. <laughs> That's odd. Yeah. I thought this was Netflix. Mm-hmm. I thought this was HBO. Why is it getting less views than... 12-year-old's TikToks. It's a little alarming, you know? It's it's funny, and I think they don't want to, like, live in... People in that world don't want to live in, like, the world of views. They want to, like, ignore social media. Just kind of write it off. Oh, yeah. Well, thank God you don't have to have a big following to get a whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, just followers doesn't mean blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, it doesn't. But but there... to get eighteen hundred views on something is is objectively embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're I mean, you've got a major, you've got like Viacom behind it, mm. eighteen hundred views, and this it's hard to get that few. Yeah, these days, especially with that kind of level. Oh, dude, I applied for this job at Comedy Central to like do like be is like a digital creator thing, and mm. I would have gotten like a salary, and I would like make online content for them, and they didn't hire me, and it's like. Which is a hilarious mistake. I mean, they hire people that, like, I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, they hire people that don't know how to edit. They don't have any following. Mm. I mean, I was just like, I have 90,000 followers, and I edit all my content. Mm. Well, 
I'm like, whatever, whatever. But I look at what they're doing, and I'm just like, God. I'm torn between one, my life has gotten so much better because of the show and everything, mm. that it's actually way better than having gotten that job. Mm. Two, I'm like looking at what they put out. I'm like, God, I could fix this whole network social media. Mm. It's like what Casey Neistat did. Casey Neistat, he made the app. This app, like he's trying to basically make an app that was going to revolutionize. Like he was just going to try to work on CNN's social media and yeah. online presence. He's like, your website sucks, your app sucks. So he's going to try to work on that for them. It's so funny though. Like if you're in like the digital space, so to speak, you can just look at like a major network's social media presence. And you're like, this is edited terribly. Yeah. This the presentation's wrong. The thumbnail's not good. Mm. What are you doing? Yeah. Who's making this? The intern. Oh, the intern. <laughs> Some fucking intern in Brooklyn. It's so brutal, dude. Mm. Um, I, I, I would assume because you are you're a Philly sports fan, correct? Yes. Tough loss for the Sixers, huh? Tough loss for the Sixers. I've never been. I'm more of football is like my religion and basketball is like... Every once in a while, I'll come back to it. So it, yeah. it upset me, but I saw some uh, basketball. Is like shit. when you read an article about Buddhism. Yeah, exactly. Football is like <laughs> yeah. you're going to Catholic church. You no, know, I'll Sunday. dabble a little bit. Yeah, when things yeah, are tough. Yeah. <laughs> you know who the Dalai Lama is, but that's it. Yeah, dude. There's like, oh, I feel so bad that Ben. You know Ben Simmons. Yes, of course. Oh uh, yeah. You don't have to tell me. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Chase is changing the cameras out right now. He just literally like drops the mic. He's like, "Yeah, I fucking know Ben Simmons. Let's not talk about it, dude." It's so funny, dude. It was like, I honestly, it's gotten to the point with the Ben Simmons thing. So if if you're not familiar with basketball and you're listening, Ben Simmons is like a max contract player on the 76ers. He's six foot ten. He's 240 pounds. He's a phenomenal defender, no matter what. He hasn't gotten any worse at defense, but he's so bad at free throw shooting. So first he was like, could never take outside shots. He couldn't shoot, and there would be like jokes about it. Like he never takes threes. He never takes long shots. And then in the playoffs, he he shot the worst free throw shooting percentage in the history of basketball that's insane in the playoffs this playoffs isn't that nuts and he was he was getting the yips so fucking badly about free throw shooting that he was scared to dunk the ball and make layups this guy's 6'10 240 yeah. he's right under the rim and he's went up for a dunk and then he got scared and he just passed the ball out <laughs> i mean he's under the rim with nobody on him it, it was like honestly sad yeah and it like People are sh- how, dude. Philly people are fucking pissed. Nuts. They threw batteries at Santa Claus at the Eagles game. Like, <laughs> like they're a different breed of people. Yeah, they brought batteries to throw. <laughs> dude, Philly sports fans are fucking animals. Yeah. It's so fun. It's so funny too. Stephen A. Smith was like, "I worked in." Stephen A. Smith was like, "I worked in Philadelphia for 17 years. I worked for the newspapers. I covered sports in Philadelphia. They don't want Ben Simmons." <laughs> They're not going to forgive this brother for what he's done to them. He's like, this is over, people. The city of Philadelphia is going to put dirt on his grave. I mean, this is just blasphemous. He's just like <laughs> screaming about how like the city of Philadelphia is basically going to chase Ben Simmons out with like torches and pitchforks. And you know, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Philly he's, sports fans are that He's wild. given the light version for sure. Yeah, they were <laughs> chanting uh, trade Ben Simmons in the game. <laughs> I feel bad for the dude, though. It's like, imagine like having like a like the yips like where you're just like out of your get like like you got a mental problem that's making you bad at your job but your job is something that like hundreds of millions of people turn tune into yeah how brutal dude it's gotta be the worst imagine if i did a netflix special and i was just nervous and i just bombed the whole thing and then for somehow it got like 
it was like being showed on every network. And they were like, man, this guy fucking sucks at comedy. He's not getting any laughs. He's all nervous. This guy blows. He's done. Yeah, send this guy to China. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, dude, like, oh, it's so fucking brutal, man. I, I, I feel bad for the dude. And it's like, these fucking animals on NBA Twitter are like, he's getting paid $140 million. I don't feel bad. Fuck him. <laughs> I'm like, what do you want him to kill himself? Because he's got a lot of money, you fucking monsters. <laughs> There was like a there's a video of uh, some guy like some some Sixers fan was like walking through the parking lot. He's like, man, Ben Simmons, you fucking trash. <laughs> and then some guy's like, fuck you. And he's like, fuck that motherfucker too. <laughs> he's like screaming about like, let me see, Ben Simmons. Yeah, uh, Xfinity Live was a dark place the other night for sure. Oh god, dude, I know they were so. It was just so brutal. <laughs> I can't fucking find it. I don't know. Um, but yeah, this guy was just screaming about like, man, Ben Simmons, motherfucker, take a shot. Like, just scre- <laughs> I feel so bad for him, dude. Yeah. Imagine failing that hard on that high of a level. In a city like Philadelphia. Oh, I know. It's right. Yeah. Why couldn't he have been in like, you know, wherever, like yeah. Miami or yeah. Orlando. Orlando would have been fine. <laughs> These people are getting drunk six nights a week. They don't give a fuck. No. You know, the, the, the magic suck. Nobody even talks about it. Yeah. How I forget be, we have a team here. Right? How often do people time. talk to you about the Orlando Magic? I don't think I've ever done it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I drive by the stadium every time to get to your place. Dude, I know. I gotta, I'm gotta. i going to get tickets next season. I was looking at tickets for me and Autumn, but she was... We her, she never got work off on the right days, whatever. But dude, the tickets are like $16. four dollars, sixteen bucks. Say. Yeah, like sixteen bucks. Like, hey, you want to come to a basketball game? Professional basketball. You can see professional athletes that you watch on TV. Twelve dollars. Front row. Front row. Twelve dollars. <laughs> just nobody there. It's so funny, but it's like, yeah, you're right. If it was in, if he was playing for like the Clippers or like the Minnesota Timberwolves. Or the Houston Rockets, or something like that. Yeah. That's one thing. They'd be like, "It's okay, Ben." Yeah, they'd be like, "Yeah, that you know, get him next year." Portland Trailblazers, all those fucking hipsters, they would <laughs> forgiving. You know, Philadelphia. There's just nothing going on besides the sports. Like, I'm sure Buffalo's the same way. That's why people are just fucking. Oh yeah, there. if you suck for the Bills, man. There was a guy, Leotis McKelvin, was one of our cornerbacks, and he was our kick returner. We were about to beat the the. We hadn't beat the Patriots in years, and we were about to beat them on Monday Night Football, and mm. he fumbled. The final kick return I remember with this. 50 seconds left. Yeah. And two guys that went to my high school, Bobby Giuliano and Luke Luke Jerkowitz. Sorry to put you on blast, guys, but it is what it is. They spray-painted dicks all over his front lawn. They went to Leotis McKelvin's home and spray-painted cocks all over his fucking property. That's awesome. Shout-out to Bobby Giuliano and Luke Jerkowitz. They got in trouble. They got caught. So it's it's, you know, it's public record. Yeah. Maybe it's not. But they're heroes of Buffalo. Yeah. No, I'm doing is I have a big audience and I'm talking about it on my podcast. I'm not sure. I'm (laughs) not sure I'm doing anything wrong to them. Um, Yeah, it's wild, though, man. It's like you're right in those those big sports cities. That's where it fucking sucks to suck. Yeah. Sucks to suck in those cities. Mm -hmm. If you're good, you're a hero. Imagine Portland with all those fucking hipsters. They would have been like, honestly, it's the weight of systemic oppression. (laughs) It's the weight of systemic oppression that's stopping Ben Simmons from making free throws. You know, it's really the prison industrial complex that's stopping Ben Simmons from taking shots. And if I was in Ben Simmons' position and had faced that much systemic oppression, I wouldn't take a layup either. So I think it's time to get together, be sensitive, have a candlelight vigil for Ben Simmons, and show him that we're here for him. <laughs> no matter what your pronouns are, Ben. <laughs> 
That's what it would be, dude. But he's in Philly, and they're like, fuck you, you piece of shit. Get out of my city. <laughs> Throwing batteries at his head, dude. <laughs> Got a five-year-old spitting in his face. Yeah, and his kid's fucking kicking him in the nuts, dude. Yeah. Little bearded Guido kids. Dude, I'm telling you, a kid's going to show up last day of school for the year. It's going to be just a fuck Simmons jersey. Oh, dude, yeah. yeah there's gonna be, can you imagine what those little monsters are saying at their middle schools no. and shit? Oh, my and God. And I went to one. It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> They're such bad kids. Oh, dude, I know. That's the same way with Buffalo. We're monsters. We're yeah. monsters. I told you. Spray painting dicks on the lawn of a player who fumbled a football. Mm-hmm. Monsters. And I remember I was in, I was in uh, football practice. Our football was my freshman year. And I was with this kid, Hamza Rana. Good kid. And we were, like, talking about it. Like, oh, they spray-painted dicks on the Otis McKelvin's lawn. Everyone was like, that was fucked up. And then me and Hamza were like, I kind of agree with that move. <laughs> I remember we were both like, I, I kind of, like, I was pretty mad. Like, I'm, I'm glad they did that. Mm-hmm. Like, that, you know. Like, we were, like, fully, like, oh, good for them. <laughs> they're, they're helping out the community. Yeah. And I remember we had this coach, Jeff Gemmer. He literally talked like this. He talked like Alex Jones, dude. <laughs> he literally talked like this. I, like, I, I swear it, like, had to have been a fake voice. And he wanted to be, like, tough. Yeah. He's coaching football at a Catholic high school. Relax. <laughs> and he's literally, dude, talk like this. And it, like, someone fumbled the football. He goes, hey, Leotis. He called in the name of the player. Hey, Leotis, pick up the ball, numb nuts. He'd call you numb nuts. Oh, God. Hey, numb nuts, pick up the ball. That's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> remember I got a, I remember I got a, ta- a big tackle, like a good sack, and we were watching film. And in the film, I was like beating my chest or something after the tackle. Mm. And he's like, Tuma, you haven't gotten a tackle in three games. Why don't you sit the fuck down next time? <laughs> <laughs> he just embarrassed me at the film session. Mm. That's how it went. What, what, uh, what, what, were you a lineman or were you like a linebacker? Defensive end, yeah. Second string both times because I wasn't as big my yeah. freshman year. I got big after I quit. So yeah. Okay. Nice. Out. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I I was okay my freshman year and then I stopped growing. I'm this size. You know, I'm five nine. You know, yeah. Seventy pounds. That's the college man. dreams have to go away. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. it's over. And our we won the state championship like all four years I went to high school. The varsity team. Okay. And like my one friend won a Super Bowl with the Chiefs and now he plays for the Chargers. Oh, my shit. my other friend is a running back for the Falcons. There you go. Like they're they're in there and here you are legit stuff yeah yeah <laughs> legit shit dude so like I mean imagine me trying to be like hey guys yeah want to square up <laughs> just some goofy kid with an afro just being like I'll take you on just getting s- literally stepped on like he's a giant <laughs> I remember Quadrioles and he's a, he's a running back for the Falcons he's a buddy of mine in high school and we were in practice and one time I tried to tackle him and dude the the the, the stark difference between what I thought I was going to do and what actually happened mm. was unbelievable. Dude, it felt like I tried to uh, tackle a moving Ford F-150. Yeah, it's insane. I just bounced off of it. It was like it was a tornado. Yeah. I just went... <laughs> like, I didn't even come close to wrapping him up or anything. Dude, I had it just as bad. Uh, Austin Johnson. I think he's on the Titans now. Yeah. <laughs> I had to hold his bag. He was a senior at the time. I'm a freshman. He launched me. <laughs> <laughs> it was disgusting. What position did he play? He was, uh, I think, offensive tackle. Or no, he was a – he played offense and defense. I think he's a defensive, like, line now. Austin, Austin Johnson. Johnson huh? He played for Penn State. Wow. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Like, it'll tell you his height, his – This fucking – dude, his face is mean. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that he looks guy. fucking mean, bro. Oh, yeah. He was not nice. He plays for the Giants now. Oh, Good for him. Dude, he's fucking, he's an angry looking motherfucker. 
64314. Dude, he must have fucking launched you. Are I you was kidding? Like 150 at the time. Little future videographer Chase just getting <laughs> thrown across a Jersey football field. Dude, this guy's a fucking monster. Are you kidding me? He's terrifying. This guy is fucking terrifying, dude. Oh my god, Galloway, New Jersey is where you're from. There he is. Is that close to you? Uh, it's the other side of South Jersey. And you went to St. Augustine Prep? Yes, I did. Wow, there we go. I'm finding all about you through Austin Johnson's Wikipedia page. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. What a, what a, ugh. Yeah. God, Nightmare. My, nightmare. There's a guy, John Urschel, who went to my high school. He played for the Ravens for a while. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Crazy shit. I don't know if you saw um, Charles Barkley, like, like if you watch Inside the NBA, it's Shaq, Charles Barkley, Kenny Smith, and of course. Ernie Johnson. They're hilarious, dude. It's like they're funnier than ninety percent of comedians. Yeah. And Charles Barkley has this ongoing bit. It's like where he's like, "Oh, them big old women in San Antonio. They got them big old women down there." <laughs> he's like, "They be woofing down them churros." He's uh, like, "Hey, down in San Antonio, you know, I'm, I'm saying San Antonio's a beautiful city, and y'all got y'all got one of the best organizations in sports." But y'all do have some big old women down there. He's always just talking about the fat ladies in San Antonio. It's been a bit for years on the show, dude. It's like part of the reason why people tune in. Mm-hmm. And the TNT producers apparently told him. He's like, you know they told me I had to stop making fun of them big old women down there in San Antonio. And I'm like, it's a joke. I'm kidding. I'm here to have fun. I'm not here to be serious. I'm not here to be told what to do. I'm not going to apologize. <laughs> and he's like, he's literally like telling that they, and it's like, why would you stop this guy from doing one of the things that people are doing. They're tuning in to hear him make outrageous jokes. Yeah. Are you really going to lose a sponsor? Like, what? shut up. Is it ESPN? Who runs it? it yeah, it's TNT. So okay, I, never mind. I, yeah, it's just, it's I was gonna just say, ESPN's so run by lame, Disney. dude. <laughs> like, what? You want Charles Barkley to be like, well, here's my analysis of the game, and I will not be funny one bit. I would not talk about no women in no way, and we're going to have intersectionality on this show. We're going to have representation. We're going to be sensitive. We're going to have emotional support dogs. Like, you really want, like, what do you, it's Charles Barkley. Yeah. He's a 58-year-old former basketball player who's hilarious. In downtown Orlando one time, he got in a, the guy threw a beer on him, and he threw the guy through the window of the bar. What? <laughs> Swear to God, yeah, on Church Street. That's awesome. Yeah. And, dude. So that's who he is, and that's why people are tuning in to watch him be funny, and they're like, yeah, don't do that anymore. It's like, how could you miss the point of why people are watching your own show this badly? Mm-hmm. Like, how could you miss the mark that badly? To be like, they're coming for serious basketball analysis. It's like, no, we're, we're literally tuning in to hear Charles Barkley talk about fat women. <laughs> like, this is why we're here, mm-hmm. and occasionally talk about Ben Simmons. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> We occasionally reference the game that was just played. Mostly we're here to hear him talk about fat women. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you not know that this is, like, functioning more as a comedy and entertainment show than anything? Yeah. Like, what? how do you, how are you – I know that. <laughs> this is your show. Oh. And it's so annoying, too, because it's, like, then on the other side of it, like, if you want to be – it's so, like, there's no middle ground for, for the most of us who are normal people. Like, yeah. you, you either are, like, that person who's, like, completely unaware and is, like, don't talk about, uh, you know – don't fat shame the women of San Antonio, Texas. Please, Charles, do not do that on today's episode. Like, you're either that guy or you're like fucking Steven Crowder where you're like anti-PC. Like, yeah. being the anti-PC guy is also so lame, too. Oh, of course. Like, where that's your thing. Like, fuck PC culture. <laughs> First Amendment, baby. Yeah. Like, dude, that's your whole thing is fuck PC culture. What are you, 14-year-old boy? Like, shut up, dude. It's just so cringy and corny. There's got to be 
place for the rest of us. Yeah. Can we? I mean, I don't need to be a blue-haired chick in Portland, but I also don't need to be Ben Shapiro. <laughs> Please find somewhere in the middle for me to lie. Mm. You know, a third party. A third party on <laughs> on the internet. We need an internet third party mm. for most of us who just want to laugh and make some jokes, but aren't trying to fight for some like fight for the freedom of speech and against cancel culture. Like, I don't also want to talk like that either. Yeah. I'm not a fucking loser. Like, <laughs> let, let's get us in the middle, dude. Get us in the middle where it's like, we want the laws to change and things to be better for people of color. And we also want to hear Charles Barkley make fun of fat women. There's got to be a, a nice a, media. There's got to be a country for me. <laughs> you know, I, there's got to be a place for us. I'm telling you, comedy's coming back. People Com- want it. People do want it, but there's so much good comedy on the internet. I mean, the Nelk boys are all openly supporting Trump, and they make hundreds of millions of dollars. And I mean, they're like they're like some of the most famous people on the planet. So you on the internet, I don't even. That's the thing, dude. I don't even know if in mainstream like media it'll ever come back because it kind of doesn't need to come back. Well, it's true. I mean, they're done for. But they're done for, dude. Yeah. That's Rogan is the biggest. Rogan is the most powerful person in media. Oh, for sure. 100%. You replaced the talk show. Rogan just said you shouldn't get the vaccine if you're 21 and healthy the other day. <laughs> really? Yes. He got in trouble for it. But it's like, <laughs> he's the most powerful person in media, so clearly he's not aligned with the uh, the, the the views of the left-wing corporate media, per se. I mean, mm-hmm. it's kind of a corny term, but like, whatever uh, a network would want him to believe, that's not what he believes. Yeah. So like, and he's more powerful than anybody on the networks. Yeah, for sure. In terms of influence. So that's, I mean... I don't even think it needs to come back in the in you know. Mm. I think these cable networks are kind of just going to die. A lot of them. When I mean, they've already started dying, and they're going to die when the people watching them die, when everybody's grandparents die. Mm-hmm. So I mean, Fox, Fox News and CNN are going to die too. Yeah, who's left? Who's left? The Nelk Boys, <laughs> J- Jake Paul, <laughs> Jake Paul fighting in an arena in Japan. Do you think Jake Paul would buy CNN? Dude, I would. It would be so funny if Jake Paul just bought CNN. If it's a publicly traded company and he had enough money to buy it, do you know how it's fun that happen. would be? Jake Paul's CNN. Can you imagine? I mean, what do you do after boxing? You know, there's only so many more things they can do. He just makes Anderson Cooper wear his merch. <laughs> Anderson Cooper's like, ah, uh, yes, and here to give you the news of the day, it's me, Jake Pauler, Anderson Cooper. <laughs> The news of the day is just all about OnlyFans chicks. <laughs> Lana Rhodes made another $2 million last week, and I hate my life. <laughs> Man, that'd be fucking great. I, Jake Paul, if you're listening, please buy CNN. <laughs> oh my we just God. want 0.5% of the deal. Yes. That's all we're asking for. <laughs> and we'll split the 0.5%. Oh, man. But guys, uh, we're going to wrap it here. We're back. We're going to be back every week. We're, we, I apologize for the week off. A flight got canceled. What the fuck do you want? It's a high production we do here. Chase does a great job. I didn't used to have a producer. So, look, we need my producer in-house. We got him in-house. His flight got canceled. There were thunderstorms down here in Orlando. It's going to be okay. We're back. I'm not going to leave you. I'm not like your dad going out for cigarettes and never coming back. We're here, all right? If you're still listening, give us a rating review, especially on Apple Podcasts if you can. If you're listening on Spotify, please subscribe. On YouTube, subscribe. Like the video. You know the whole nine yards. Do the good stuff for us. And if you leave a little review, I'll read it out for you, okay? I don't think there's any new ones because we missed a week. But, no, there's not. But you sh- you should leave us a review because it'll do a lot for us. And, uh, as always, Chase Azarian is here. Follow him. Uh, Chase Azarian on Instagram. Chilling with Chase on YouTube. Posting every single day. Every so, day. You can love it. <laughs> Guys, we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.